Let's go out tonight. Any ideas? I just picked up the entertainment guide. Let's see what's going on in the area. What's the entertainment guide? It's a free monthly magazine with a calendar of stuff to do in the area. Cool. Like what kind of stuff? Gosh, everything from bar bingo and meat raffles to concerts, plays, and art exhibits. Wow, they have listings for events across southern Minnesota. Where can I pick up my own copy of the guide? You can find the entertainment guide in groceries, coffee shops, hotels, restaurants, gas stations, or check it out online at entertainmentguidemn.com. Oh, look at this. This looks fun. The Paradise Center for the Arts is a vibrant cultural and artistic gathering spot in historic downtown Faribault. The Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop, and rehearsal spaces. In addition to a 300-seat auditorium, visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-334-7372. Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany, radio for the imagination. Good morning. This is Paula Granquist, and you're tuned in to Art Zany, radio for the imagination. Thank you so much for joining us today to celebrate creating and stories, and let's hope we wake up your imagination today. And today, I'm going to talk a little bit first about December, because it's already December. And I don't know about you, have you been one of those people who has anticipated this month's arrival, feeling like the calendar is just moving slowly towards the most exciting month of the year? Or did this month pop up and surprise you? I am definitely in the latter camp. What? It's already December? Whee! Is how I feel. Here we go. We are on our way. I don't know if, if it happens as you get older, your sense of time shifts, or you lose the ability to track time, or maybe it's something else. But I was really excited this week to read an article. It was from Axios. It was entitled, The Pandemic is Distorting Our Sense of Time. And I believe this because I, I have always I felt this, but I really didn't know how to put it into words. Scientists have been studying the issue and are exploring how the pandemic has affected our experience of time. And they're discovering distortions in our sense of time. For some folks, time has slowed down. And for others, time has passed more quickly. And they're looking at, at things like uh, being alone, being um, socially isolated, or ha- being younger versus older, or even they're finding some cultural difference. It's a really fascinating study. They don't have any, any final conclusions yet. But, you know, there is something that's happened to our sense of time during these two years of the pandemic. It's fascinating to ponder this question. I, I absolutely love it, and I hope that we figure something out, because one thing they do know is that time is connected to the memories that we make. And it's interesting because it's more of a sensory uh piece of our, our the way that our brain works. So there's a lot to do with um, marking that by the different memories that we make. So I, they're still trying to understand what it is, but it is really kind of cool. So I hope we keep studying that. These past months of our usual markers of time have been affected by not being able to gather or travel or socialize as usual. Life is a bit mixed up and we're the, the way that it's hard to study is because we're creating new ways of connecting with our world and people and traditions. So think Zoom or uh, think of different ways that you've, you know, done, done your holidays that is not like the normal. Uh, so there's, there's things that are developing. Kind of a cool thing, brain science. And so I really felt relieved to read this article on the idea of time. And I have experienced it. And I just haven't known how to put it into words. So let's keep exploring this. But December is one of those months that is especially full of the reminders and the memories of these annual events and activities and holidays. For me, I was pondering Santa this week. You probably have a tradition that you're considering this year, too. So step into that memory. Think about what your the highlights or some of the funny moments or the ways that you have celebrated or experienced December. So that's what I love. This is your imagination exercise for today. Remember what it's like to experience this time. 
And so for me, I was thinking about Santa Claus and how exciting it is to anticipate his visit. And I'm especially thinking this year about how Santa actually has helped us to play with time and experience how it feels to uh, look at time in a new way. So for some, it feels like the day that Santa's going to arrive will never, ever come. And the waiting is absolutely excruciating. For others, you don't know how you're going to get everything done to make the holiday season special. And sometimes you lose track of the Santa countdown. Well, then I realize that Santa has something to teach us about this time thing. Just think of what he accomplishes for the world. And one day, he travels the entire globe on a sleigh pulled by reindeer and brings presents to everyone. Someday, I hope that I can visit with Santa about how he has warped time and how he makes the world a magical and peaceful place for all of humankind that one day a year. So we can handle this time warp. That's what Santa teaches us. So it takes a bit of imagination and memory and joy to step into this Santa time. And I say that's a good lesson. That's what I'm going to hold on to this year as we juggle traditions and a pandemic. We can handle this time warp. So let's go ahead. Folks, this is Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination. I'm going to turn on my mics and welcome my guests to the show. I'm very excited to have folks from the uh, Paradise Center for the Arts. Joining us is Julie Fockler. Hello. Welcome again to Art Zaney Radio. You're the Director of Visual Arts and Education. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, he, she has a, a big title now. <laughs> and also joining us is Luke Havumaki. Did I do okay? Close enough. Close enough. Okay. I was Mr. H for years because Havu Maki is not the Havu easiest Mackie, thing to say. Of course, Maki. Okay, this is the finish, right? Yeah. Maki. Havu Maki. And you are from the Paradise Community Theater production of Elf, the musical, which is coming up right around the corner. Uh, open tonight. Tonight? Not even right around the corner, like in, in uh, uh, less than 12 hours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. You better get practicing. Yeah, well. <laughs> and so if you need more information about that, you can visit paradisecenterforthearts.org. They've got all the details and all the ticket information. We're going to go over that. But first, let's have you both introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about, let's start with you, Luke. Um, you are, are This is your first time on Arts Any Radio. It is. And so I, I welcome you. And no, thank you. Tell us a little bit about your world, uh, your theater work, and anything else you want to share about, with our listeners. Uh, uh, I am a retired elementary teacher from Faribault uh, and some other towns, but uh, retired from teaching in 2015. What grades did you teach? Uh, primarily fourth and fifth. Ah, that's And a- um, I would like to say I, I miss it. I, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I do miss a lot of the stuff. Of course, um, of course. At the, as far as the Paradise Theater, I've been... I think I counted all the posters yesterday. I think this will be the 30th show that I've been involved with. 3-0? Whoa! Well, when they need somebody old <laughs> who just has to be on for a little bit, they say, hey, we'll get him. That guy. Yeah. So I, I lived in Faribault since 85. Uh, my wife and three children lived there. And now my son teaches in Medford. A daughter works at Jerome Foods, and another daughter works down in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Had you always done theater? Yeah. Um, I was a theater major for like two and a half years in college, and then I realized you either had to be really, really, really good or teach high school drama. And I didn't want to do either of those because I didn't think I was really, really, really good, and I didn't want to teach high school. So I changed elementary ed after a trip to Europe. I wanted to get the Europe trip in because that was the fine arts division. Well, fourth and fifth grade is a pretty special year. Those, oh, I like it. Those I mean, it was, they're still enthusiastic about learning, and they haven't developed the total antisocial de- you know, behaviors yet. Yeah. They're still really excited to come to school and, uh, and curious. And, and I think that that's an age, too, where they, they like to help each other, and they're, they're good team players. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. It's a, well, welcome to Arts Annie Radio. Thank it's you so much. Pleasure to have you. Julie, you've been on before, but maybe there's some listeners out there who aren't familiar with your work. You should talk about your uh, visual artist skills. <laughs> and Luke, nobody can see you. You're going to make Julie feel really uncomfortable if you just stare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julie Fockler. Um, I've been at the Paradise Center for the Arts for 10 years now. 
I can't believe it's been that long. Has it really? Yeah, and I believe it was, I can't remember, Heidi gave me my new title, I believe, um, Director of Visual Arts and Education. I thought you just made it up. No, no, no. I, I think that came in 2020. I'm not sure. And probably that's when she started, Heidi did. Um, 2019. Was Heidi, it 19? Yeah, oh, my goodness. Well, end of 2019. Okay. And then officially, she was the executive director, um, March 19th, uh, 2020. So. Which was our last live art zany yeah. before we had to go into our uh, quarantine. quarantine pandemic mode. So, it, I, But the pan, um, Paradise has been a great supporter of yeah. Art Zany Radio, and I love bringing the highlights of all your shows. You're also a visual artist. Yes, I'm a painter. I specialize in pet portraits, and I also do them in Raku clay now, and I like to quilt. And I just want to say, my favorite teacher of all times was my fifth grade teacher. It wasn't me. No, no. <laughs> it was actually um, Mrs. Onsgard and uh, the bizarre things in, um, in the world. Um, my niece's grandmother is Mrs. Onsgard, which is so bizarre. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Squirrel moment. But um, <laughs> I, I just loved fifth grade. It was, yeah, there was, we learned so much and I have so many fond memories of the classroom and of that teacher. And I just, anyhow, that, fifth, that, fifth grade was my favorite. That's a pretty great year to remember. <laughs> well, what's, let's have you pull the mic. Over. What's mildly scary is that the girl that choreographed our show, Jordan Tesh, was a fifth grade student of mine for math. So it's like, oh, so wow. She, <laughs> I'm getting very, very old. She's teaching you to dance. She gets to uh, put, no, 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 no one teaches me to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I had made choreographers cry. <laughs> Change jobs. Is it maybe brain surgery would be easier than this? So no, it's like okay, you just do a prom dance over there. Everybody else is doing a waltz. <laughs> but you must have fun on the stage. I do. And how how is it to to come back to the stage? Because it's been a while since live theater ha has happened. Yeah, and you can tell by the, uh, the number of people that are buying tickets that they've missed being out and getting out and doing things. So, yeah, it's been extremely rewarding just to get back to the, you know, the show. It takes, you know, six, seven weeks before this to actually put a show on. So you go through all the little rehearsals and then, oh, no, that changed. Okay, now this goes on. And now with, last night we had it with our family show where mm -hmm. the family members could show up. And just having an audience there was like, Wow. Okay, I didn't expect to laugh at that point, but that was really nice. Yeah, that uh, you're right. It does feel it's it's a you during the pandemic we could watch stuff on you know video screens or Zoom or you know, there are all kinds of ways we adapted. We attempted to create that, but humans, but you never got the human interaction. You you never knew if they were enjoying it. And, you know, you can press the little heart button so many times you want, like on Martin <laughs> Zeller's concerts online. It's like, oh, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. And he, oh, look. And he just sees all those little icons. But, yeah, this is nice to see actual people. Right. And so that's really exciting. You said as um, it opens up this week and tonight for its first first weekend. And, uh, folks, you, you can get tickets at paradisecenterforthearts.org. Uh, there's also a link on our posting on Art Zany Radio, so you can click on that for tickets. It is um, Friday and Saturday this weekend at 7.30, and then Sunday at 2. And then the following week, it's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 7.30, and then Saturday and Sunday at 2. Mm -hmm. So I think and I got the, that right, but don't get confused. It's all on the website. No. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and the Wednesday show is sensory-friendly. Yeah, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Um, um, we don't turn the lights all the way down. Uh, there are fidget uh, toys and chair seats for children to sit in. It's primarily for those that have uh, people that need special care for watching a show. So, yeah, so the audience um, is all comfortable knowing that everybody is there with the same set of expectations right. that if maybe... If kid has to get up and wander... Right. It's going to happen. Or there might be some, um, you know, motion from their fingers tapping on something yep. or moving something. Or, as you said, the lights are not, uh, so that if they're kids that are, uh, that, that darkness is, is uncomfortable. Right. And uh, it's a really beautiful thing that you do. 
And how how as an actor, do you change anything about the production or just awareness really of the that audience? The, in this play, the only thing would happen is that maybe one or two characters don't yell quite as loudly. Mm. But yeah, it's, we got a grant, I thought. Um, we got a grant a couple years ago, and we tried it, and we took some training. Um, the Paradise Community Theater and the Paradise staff took this training um, to learn... Um, how to do this appropriate for people. And it's a no-hushing zone, you know, if some people have a problem. Um, blurting? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Sorry, I don't, I don't know the technical term. I'm, well, blurting I don't think is a technical <laughs> term, but yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and also what we've done for the 8th is it's a different price point. Um, it's a $10 per ticket, a maximum of $30 per family. The only problem is you have to come in or call us because our ticketing system won't do it right. Um, we've tried really hard, but it's not working. So you have to call us uh, 507-332-7372 um, or stop in and see us during open hours. Currently, we're open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, noon to 5, um, Saturday, 10 to 2, and an hour um, prior to the performances. And you can go online and see how many tickets we have available, but if you want that $30 um, deal you do have to call us or stop in and we're also doing that because some people uh financially it may be a barrier to see the show with their family and we want to make sure that everybody can get out and see elf so they don't have to be a special needs family or anything anybody could come to this show you just have to have all their children or anybody if they want to bring people off the street (laughs) but yeah they just need they'll they'll be aware of of what's happening exactly the expectation yeah yep and then on the 9th, uh, the next day, Thursday, December 9th, we will have the American Sign Language um, in, um, interpret- interpretation of the show. So if anybody needs that, um, they will be on the house right side, so the uh, south side of the building. Do folks need to call ahead to let you know that those services are needed? Um, they can. Um, they can buy the tickets online, or they can give us a call or stop in. And uh, it does say ASL interpreted on the on the website uh, and website. all the information. Yep. You know. well, I'm always amazed at folks who are able to um, do that live. And uh, sometimes if you're in a show, it's really kind of wonderful to uh, watch the language as it, it, it um, comes across the hands and face and expression. They came last night to practice. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of fun to see. Yeah. Well, I, what a, I mean, this is, of course, a very family-friendly, wonderful show, and pe- people may know the movie, but maybe there's a few people out there who uh, are new to the ALF world. Could you you want to tell us a little bit about the story so people can be prepped for what they might see? It's a great holiday I, show. I haven't seen the whole movie. I've only watched about two-thirds of it now. Oh, no. <laughs> not because it's not enjoyable, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay, not, okay. Not, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's a little different from the movie in the sense that, like, Bob Newhart is nowhere near the set. Well, that would be really odd if Bob were on the stage at the Paradise. I don't know. He's, like, really, he's 90-something now. <laughs> I, I would stop then. If he showed up, I would say, hey, uh, do your thing about the washing machine and the wig. <laughs> No, well, yeah, um, his character, right, is not yeah. a part of because uh, it is Elf the musical. We should should yeah, it is a musical. That. The musical numbers are fantastic. We have wonderful leads, Jason and Courtney, and the rest are. Great. This is the third time that I've played a Santa Claus character in at Paradise. You're helping out Santa this year, yes. Yeah, so I'm Santa this year, but. It's happened before. I've been Santa a couple other times. This one, Santa is more of the narrator. And we're telling the story of Buddy the Elf, which is, he's not really an elf. But he thinks he's an elf. He thinks he's an elf. <laughs> but he has this beautiful, joyful, I mean, uh, He just... is just happy all the time. <laughs> happy. The elves are happy all the time. Santa is not always happy. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's the... Premise is the same as the movie, is that Buddy goes off to meet his real dad and discover what the real world is like. And at one point, he meets a whole bunch of Santas (laughs) (laughs) who are department store Santas. So you've got, but you you play the... I play the real Santa. The narrator, yes. Yeah, and I have a couple other scenes there, but yeah... I started out, then I get to do his number, then 
I'm gone for a bit, and I come back, send them off. Yeah, it's it is just a fun time. And and now the one thing that is really different is the music. So how would you describe the music that's in the show? Oh, there's a couple numbers that I just think are fantastic. There's one called "Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly." <laughs> I love the title. And it's oh, it's Buddy explaining how Christmas has to be. Mm. Um, don't fall in love with an elf, which is Courtney's number that is just amazing. I mean, the songs are all upbeat and great. I mean, there's just fantastic numbers mm-hmm. and the choreography that goes with them. You know, nobody cares about Santa's sung by department store Santa's. Phenomenal. <laughs> It is a showstopper. And reason enough to come to to get your tickets. Oh, yeah. I mean, if if not only to see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. And it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. And I would bet your teaching comes in handy because there probably are some youngsters in the, in the cast. Uh, we have four young, young children playing elves. And, yeah, it, you know, you can't do a show like this without kids. You, you could, but... It wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Well, and some of the kids have been on the Paradise stage before. Oh, for Frozen Junior and some other Yeah, ones. and um, Belle, our Belle from Beauty and the Beast Junior is in this performance. Our Lumi, our yeah. Luminaire uh, from Beauty and the Beast. And a couple of kids that were in um, Frozen. Peter Pan. And, yep, a couple that yep. were in, um, no, what's before that one? Whatever. Okay. But but it's a, a, a big cast. Uh, yeah, and about 25. Wonderful. 30 kids. 30 yeah. people. And like you said, Jordan is our choreographer again. She did choreo- choreography for Beauty and the Beast Jr., Frozen Jr. Yep. She was in a couple performances in between there. She's been on High our school st- seniors. She's been our, on our stage a lot, and we really enjoy um, we really enjoy seeing the kids grow up on our stage. I think that's a really great thing. Talk a little bit more about that because it, it you know, it's the community theater, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know, the stage and the theater can be an incredible place for kids to come and experience the arts. Yeah, it's. I've been, at, like I said, at the Paradise for ten years, so you see these kids at their first, you know, performance, and then they keep coming back and back and seeing the the level that they go to. They just improve, and they call the Paradise home. It's almost like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you think about it, some of them, I mean, one of the, before we had the Paradise Center, we would go, the we were called FACT then, the Faribault Area Community Theater. Mm. And we would rent out, like, the high school to play. And one of the first ones I was in there was a show called uh, Camelot. Mm. And in that, the young young boy that played Tom, the little boy that has to go tell everybody the story, uh, is our musical director's son. And he's now a grown man with a child and family, and it's like... Oh. Is that Shelley's son? Yes. Grant. Grant. Okay, wow. Yeah, you're, you're, and, and, and this is the time of year sometimes where you get to see that, because you get together with people, and you see people, and you think... How did time go? Mm-hmm. Again, it's that time warp thing yep. that happens to all of us in all different ways. I, I, I find it kind of amazing. And uh, your director is Sandy Hardy-Hagen. Yes. Yep. And uh, anyone else you want to shout out or any other um, pieces of the puzzle of Elf the Musical that uh, you're excited to for our audiences to be able to see? I just think the fact that live theater is so much better than you know dead theater. <laughs> You know, well, they just don't true. act very well. They just, hey, he's not moving. <laughs> it but is no, it, a it's, treat. It's a wonderful experience for everybody. And you can see that families are going to be interested in coming to it because our matinees are selling out quickly. The, the 2 so p.m. You, ones are selling the best right now. So if you have children and you want to see a matinee performance of this, you should get your tickets as soon as possible. That's at the Paradise Center for Arts.org. Yes. So folks can check that out again. It opens tonight. So you are getting ready to uh, be on stage. I hope coming up in this early hasn't uh, upset Santa's, Santa's timing and schedule. No, because of that, you know, time warp thing to me. <laughs> this, is, this is merely real early. <laughs> 
That's good news. And is there anything, Julie, folks need to know about um, requirements for uh, due to the pandemic changes? Uh, the Paradise uh, the whole time has been following the CDC guidelines, and currently the CDC guidelines strongly recommend wearing a mask, but it's not required. Mm. Um, we are hoping everybody will take their own precautions on what they feel safe with. Um, like we said, the 2 p.m. ones are selling rather quickly. So if you are kind of concerned about that, I would um, wear a mask. Uh, we do have masks available at the front entryway. So if you forget one, uh, don't worry about that. And then we have hand sanitizer everywhere. We've been disinfecting, um, cleaning. And, uh, and we do have some HVAC systems um, that we got during, um, well, after the pandemic started. So um, we're doing everything we can. Um, and if guidelines change, we will email everybody who's bought tickets. Um, as we know in this world right now, things could change at any minute. Uh, but we're doing our due diligence. Um, and if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. And okay. hopefully you would sit with your families or yeah. your little bubble area. Yeah. 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 And if you're not vaccinated, we ask that you wear a mask. But we are not asking to see vaccination cards. Yeah, those are all things we have to think about now. But I guess as, as a trade-off of being able to be in the theater and see a live performance, I think that's a pretty good uh, good deal for everybody. Yeah, and we're hoping if you you know if you don't feel well, you know, stay home. Um, but it will be uh, live streamed, or I believe it will be live streamed. But I at don't, a later date on. I demand. don't have the details. Um, yeah, I know it will happen, but I don't have the details right now. No. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, let's see, tell us, how, you know, how being in this show during the month of December, how has that affected your sense of what December is? Or is it getting you really excited for the holidays? Where, how are you doing? Well, my, my wife is going to be really happy when it's over so that <laughs> we don't, because again, with young children in the show, we've had rehearsals at six, which means I have to leave our house about 530. Mm -hmm. So that means supper is a little early. Um but yeah, December has always been a great month for Christmas shows, and this is no exception. I mean, you get ready, it's like, oh, you know, here we're getting starting getting the Amazon packages delivered to home, <laughs> which again is different with the pandemic. It's like, hey, we can order almost anything. But you get excited about seeing the Christmas lights up. You get excited about, you know, starting to hear Christmas carols. And it, it's just that time of year where you need, you know, we need a little Christmas, like the songs have said. Yeah, and so I'm excited because there's new music that, you know, if you haven't seen a production of it, you won't know no. the music. And so no, then there's I mean, um, really I hadn't. A, a fun way to add a new new element or a new uh, something to, to experience together, especially, you know, I think it's a great show for families to be, be in because there's, uh, I'm certain it would be G-rated. Yes, if I'm it were. Pretty sure. Yeah. If there yeah. were. Any. Yeah, I haven't heard any. I mean, <laughs> at the worst, at sometimes it might be PG. Okay. But that's a. I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know. That's. But a, I am fairly liberal in my ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Elf the musical is what we're talking about here, and again, it is uh, opening. Tonight, so folks should, should jump online. That's the fastest way to get tickets. Otherwise, you open up today at noon. We open at noon, the box office. And let's give that phone number again. 507-332-7372. Extension 1 is the box office. Oh, that's even that's good to know, too. <laughs> it tells you that. It call. does. It does. If you tell it. <laughs> For tickets, press 1. Yes. Well, folks, this is Art Zaney Radio for the Imagination. I'm Paula Granquist. I'm here today with Julie Fockler and Luke Avumaki. Uh, I I got it Mackie. wrong, Mackie. I got it wrong again. Don't worry about it. Havumaki. I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna. I I, I owe it to my all my you know in laws <laughs> and everybody that I know that's that's finished to get that right because there are people out there listening who I know know a name like that right. Sure. <laughs> and so you are in in Elf the Musical and Julie is the director of visual arts and education. The Paradise. Um. It, I mean, it's it's been. I think I had. Um. Uh. We we were talking the last time I had the Paradise on. We were talking about this hundred club that mm, that mm -hmm. yeah. Um, you were just about to to reach that, so I I believe you reached that goal. We have reached um the goal. We have paid off, not we the the generous people who um donated in the city um, of Faribault paid off our mortgage. So we are so grateful and so excited. 
I think when, yeah, Heidi Nelson is your um, executive director. And when she was on talking about that, I, I, I hadn't thought about that for a lot of nonprofits. When you can't bring in revenue for shows, and that is your one expense that hangs mm-hmm. over you. And yeah. so uh, it's really got to feel great to it, have a community support and yes. um, to have that much um, just people you know, investing. Yes. And, and, a lot of the donors weren't your usual suspects. It was a lot of retired teachers. Oh, look at and that. I think, IT. And I, I, I just, I think that it was people who really um, know the value of the arts. And, you know, we need to keep that in downtown Fairwell. Right. It makes a difference to have a community place. Like yes. you, you mentioned that when the kids come yep. as they you know do the different shows, yep. it becomes a, a second place for them to yep. feel um, at home. Yeah, and we've got the kids that grow up through the visual arts and the performing arts, and um, now we have a couple young gentlemen teaching music lessons in our building. So it's it's super exciting, and I hope that continues. It is fun to hear the drumming going on while you're <laughs> doing rehearsals because a, a young man is teaching drumming in back one of the rooms. So you hear this. Uh, Okay, this is my line, but this is really nice to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a lot of fun. And so the, the, it's coming back to life. And yeah. what do you think the Paradise has learned um, during this this odd couple of years we've experienced? And uh, what are they taking from the pandemic that can help the future? I think, the, well, the value of the arts, the value of the artists and the uh, potential artists. Um, and being flexible, mm. I think, um, me, um, I hate change. <laughs> I don't know how to say it any other way. Um, but it's taught me to be a lot more flexible. And, you know, things happen. Well, and then one of the, I think, opportunities is like my wife was able to take an art class mm, through mm-hmm, Zoom. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And so at, she could be at home during this pandemic and take a painting lesson. And some of those things may continue even beyond because we learned that you can make those things work and you can broaden your audience. Yes. And, yeah, you can get people. um, The great thing um, when I started teaching virtually is you can get people out of the area or maybe people that have mobility issues, maybe people that can't leave their homes, or maybe it's December and it's icy out. You don't have to worry about it. You can just stay at home and take a class. And I took, I don't think I took the class with you. I think my partner did. But I took a class from Kate also, and it was so much fun. Uh, Kate Langley actually will be offering some more virtual classes in January and February. Um, She does have an in-person class um, coming up December 11th, and that is free because she got a Minnesota State Arts Board grant uh, to make that possible. And she's been teaching um, those virtual classes free during the pandemic um, with the support of the Arts Board. And she charged for the materials if you could afford it. She did have some free uh, supplies for people who couldn't. Um, But I I think she's over 100 students um, so far. So those classes you mentioned are coming up in January. Now would be the time to To register. registered. Yep. They're also on our website under education and uh, visual arts. And we did recently get a Southeastern Minnesota Arts Council grant. Um, for children's mar- uh, marquee children's theater season, and we're going to do acting fun for little ones, and I think that starts in April, and that goes for five Saturdays, and then do a performance in May. And I'm sorry, just um, we just uh, got the grant, so it's not all memorized in my head. Um, but there'll be details on the website. There's details on the website actually right now oh. under um, education and go under theater camp, and Sandy. Hardy Hagen, who is directing Elf, is going to be directing Shrek Jr. for us for Ooh. our theater camp in July, end of June, begin or end of June, beginning of July. I do not have that information on the website, but um, hopefully here before Christmas break, I'll have that information out. And since this is grant funded, we do have scholarships, and you can get half off the tuition. So that's an exciting thing yes. for especially all those kids who are listening who are thinking, I might like to be one of those other kids up on the stage or one of those uh, oh, a lot of kids g- grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, you know, and this show is recorded. Oh, yeah. So, so you can go online and um, listen to this later, and you can also share the link on social media <laughs> or email it. That's right. You can tell everyone. So a, a lot of kids may be listening. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're listening, you know, 
do your homework. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's something important to do. (laughs) We also want to talk about some of the visual arts and the um, gift shop this year. We have uh, four on-site galleries at the Paradise. Uh, We have the Carlander. It's decked out in holiday sale. And the K&M Gallery is also... um, full of uh, one-of-a-kind gifts um, for the holiday sale. And that will go through December 18th. And lots of um, amazing um, gift ideas. We've got Bonnie Becker with handmade baskets. We've got Paula Person uh, making handbags out of recycled material. Did you see the Beatles? I saw the Beatles one. Yeah, there's a Beatles handbag in there that's amazing. I actually bought myself a Cary Grant one. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I love Cary Grant. (laughs) And it's, Judy, Judy, Judy. And it's actually from a Hitchcock movie, and I'm a Hitchcock nut. Uh, we've got uh, jewelry, pottery, pet portraits. Um, we have all kinds, all kinds of things. Mittens. Mittens are going out <laughs> of the door like you would not believe. Uh, we've got a couple mitten makers. They're the um, recycled sweater mittens. Beautiful. Oh, we have. I've seen those. Those are like soft, and they are just. I've, oh my gosh! I've got to. I got to get down there. <laughs> We've got infant size through adults. I'm trying to think what else we have. Um, paintings, drawings, photography, and those that um, space is open during the hours that the paradise is open. Yes. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, noon to five. Saturday, ten to two. And, and if you come in an hour before the show, mm. and then so if you come and see the show, you can do your shopping. Um, we do close the, the galleries after intermission, so you can purchase um, during intermission. So a lot happening, and I bet it feels quite festive, and it's yes. kind of wonderful to have. I bet, met, imagine having people back in those spaces. Yes, it's oh, very exciting. The, the parades and all that stuff Yes, happening. a winter fest started last night, um, downtown Faribault. They had an ice carver, and he carved Santa Claus. Was it your portrait? Were you no, the I model? So. Were you the model? <laughs> I, I was busy. <laughs> you were doing your show. Uh, they also did um, horse uh, wagon rides last night. And I can't remember what's happening tonight. But Saturday, there's parade a parade, lights. parade of lights and the fireworks. I didn't realize this was going on in Faribault. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you're here to, to promote it and talk about it. And, about four or five years now. Yeah. Well, and then the... Um, Carolers, I think there are. Yeah, there are probably carolers coming around. And, yeah. yeah. Well, so there's roving band of singers. <laughs> Fabulous! It's so we've all we've all got the festive spirit, right? And we're all trying to figure out how to make that happen, even no matter what's going on in the yeah. world. And um, I, what I mean, there's so many things, and I want people to check out the website Paradise Center for the Arts because we can't possibly talk about everything. And there's a lot more to it um, that's available if you want to. I like how you have a, right at the top your, all, your upcoming recent shows, mm-hmm. so you can know what's next. Yep. And um, and the t- click on the tickets is super easy to do online. And you can also look on Facebook. Yes, we have a huge following on Facebook. Uh, Caitlin Lipensky is our marketing person, and she does an amazing job of the social media. So that's an important thing. Let's talk about one of the concerts that's coming up um, to celebrate. I think, uh, is it Kat Perkins doing her holiday show? Kat Perkins is doing her holiday show December 19th at 5 p.m., and you can get your tickets on our website or at our box office. Uh, Kat has been at our um, building twice before, I think, and it was a huge um turnout everybody loved the show yeah so i actually pulled up a, a clip of hers um that i thought you know, maybe there's folks that don't know a little bit about cat perkins and this is a um song oh holy night which some of us will recognize but this is her version of it it's it's a little different and if you have a chance to check out um the youtube video it is it's a little little um heart-wrenching because it's about what happened in Minneapolis in 2020 with the George Floyd and the um, kind of the aftermath, but the hope too. So you will get to hear the the sound of Kat Perkins, which um, I I guess she's most probably most known for being on The Voice, Um, but she's also had a couple of bands and she's got, I think she does a lot of inspirational talks. She's a very positive person. She's just got a voice to absolutely just Oh, amazing. So again, that was Sunday, 
December 19th? Yes, at 5, 5 p.m. So it's a little earlier than our normal shows because it's on a Sunday, and it's a holidays, holiday show. Exactly. So let's listen to a bit of um, Kat Perkins to just just hear her glorious voice on Arts Any Radio. Here's Kat Perkins, Oh Holy Night. hate to interrupt that song it's she her voice is beautiful she uh, loves to inspire and I'm certain that she's going to give a a fabulous holiday show I think she's doing a tour right now uh, across the Midwest and a few other places too uh, so we're lucky at the paradise to have her stop by for this show yes we're very lucky that um, she's coming to the paradise and so folks should definitely check that out. I guess I need to stop that before it keeps going. Uh, but we, we could listen to it. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm just so excited that things are back and, and coming. But I before we, we finish it, wrap up the show, I, I have to because I, I learned something about you that I need to just check in with because I don't think I could have Luke on the show without talking about... This day, this other day we celebrate, probably as important. <laughs> well, you know, you hear about John 316, but St. Urho 316 is just as important. Oh, I forgot it is. Yeah, it's on the 16th. So yeah, March, yes. St. Urho's Day was something I was unfamiliar with uh, prior to marrying a Finn. And uh, it's something that, that we've since celebrated, uh, mo- mainly just wearing green and purple. <laughs> And just being joyful and <laughs> and sending yeah, it send, is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> sending away all those grasshoppers. Yeah. So you have a very important connection to to that story that I, I bet a lot of listeners don't know. Well, uh, my father worked in a St. Paul um, public schools office. He was a psychologist, and everybody would be celebrating this Saint 
Patrick, St. Patty, some, something. <laughs> I hadn't heard about it. And he would tell, them, oh, that's important, but, you know, it just reminds people that St. Urho's Day is coming up first. It does happen first. That's very well, important, yeah, I it think. It is important. It just reminds people that St. Patrick's Day is around the corner and only celebrated by squares. <laughs> and so, yeah, he would create marvelous stories of St. Urho chasing out the grasshoppers that were plaguing the wine crops that grew in, you know, prehistoric Finland <laughs> that was, legend was found etched on the bones of a prehistoric bear. And I, I, I got to ask, who, Urho, where, Urho. Where, is the, where is the origin of Urho? The name itself? Yeah. Uh, Urho was a very common uh, Finnish name at the time. Okay. The president of Finland in 1956 was Urho Kekkonen. There, that, okay, now I, now I know the and connection. It, it's I wouldn't say it's as common as like John or Bill or <laughs> Biff, but yeah. So then dad uh, moved up to Bemidji and took the family with when he, he taught uh, at Bemidji State University. He was a psychology professor and head of the Educational Society, uh, psychology department before he died. But uh, St. Erho moved with us and he would have parades scheduled that uh, would go around the most beautiful spots in Bemidji, past the sewage treatment plant, past the cemetery, <laughs> past all sorts of places that you wouldn't normally have a parade. And he would invite dignitaries. But like John Wayne would be invited, but the letter would go late. So John Wayne could not He attend. didn't make it. Mm. And the only time they ever had issues was when Spiro Agnew uh, said, oh, I would love to come, but I have a previous engagement. And they asked my father, well, what would you have done if Spiro Agnew had shown up? He said, we would have had a parade. <laughs> and, yeah, so for years that was our family thing. So March, we get green and purple. And so now our family is spread out a little bit. My sisters live, in, one sister lives in Taylor's Falls. One lives in Oak Park Heights now. She moved from Rochester. My brother lives up in Taylor's Falls as well. So we all celebrate St. Erho's Day. We, I send out letters to newspapers about you know our parade in Faribault that gets canceled frequently. <laughs> it and, happens often. Well, <laughs> it, one year the as coming down the viaduct, the the Finnish cross country team got stuck on the railroad tracks, and they ended up like going toward Northfield. <laughs> And it just was chaotic. And <laughs> you couldn't have a parade. The marching band tries to do a grasshopper. It just does not work out. So, yeah, but I, it's I, kind of fun. My, years ago, we got to go to the statues in Monaga, the dedication of the statue, which has the plaque of my dad's legend on the bottom. And my mother got to break a bottle of wild Irish wine on uh, St. Rojo's foot. So you are part of the legend. You are, are the descendant of the uh, birth of the legend, I guess. Yeah. We like to proselytize about St. Erho's, <laughs> which is a real word. <laughs> I'm so thrilled to be able to share that story. And folks got to listen. They were thinking just it was just about Elf today. It's not just about Elf. Cause oh, coming elf up, is just like a warm-up to St. Erho's Day. We probably need to be planning for... Oh. The festivities coming up March sixteenth. Oh. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Did you know we offered a class? What? Tell us about the class. What? Well, I I don't know. Um, Kate Langley offered a Saint. How do you say it? Saint Erho. Erho. Um, class. She offered it. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you'll have to talk to Kate. And oh, what, what happened in the class? I would tell you. I it. don't think it went. Oh, Probably no. Maybe, maybe not enough you know, people knew about I'm what, sorry. What, it was very, the holiday. It was very elite, and only a few select people were allowed. <laughs> we'll have to not the 100 Club. This was just like the one club. <laughs> we'll have to talk to her and um, get that scheduled for March 16th. Because <laughs> she just taught a George Straw class um, last night. Because it was his birthday, so she does some holiday-themed and birthday-themed classes. You can learn how to paint a grasshopper. That's right. There or we grapes. Go. Well, now maybe maybe somebody has a pet grasshopper, right? We can bring this back. To. Uh, it, they're they're very short-lived. You probably you know oh great 
This is the 32nd one that's died this week. Let's paint another picture. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, or you may have an animal who eats them. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Well, I, uh, my, a- my aunt had a tra- tarantula that ate crickets, so I remember catching crickets to feed to the tarantula. <laughs> that's, just, that's like a sad childhood, isn't it? <laughs> what are you going to do today? I'm getting crickets for the tarantula. <laughs> what are you doing? We're playing baseball. <laughs> Or celebrating Elf or the St. <laughs> Erhos. There are so many reasons to celebrate, right? This is, this is, uh, <laughs> I think we've, we've turned a, you know, a, I have a great face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> we've turned a, a corner that I hadn't expected. <laughs> But we're having a lot of fun, and that is what being uh, art zany is all about, is is uh, enjoying it. It's so great to be able to laugh and bring joy and be a part of it. So I, I'm just I'm thrilled we got to tell that story about St. Urho. Thank you. Uh, something pretty spectacular, and uh, now, now the legend can keep going. There are more people that know about it the longer... It continues, and yeah. and you can be part of an elite group again. Exactly, and and you know what I heard, I, which surprised me too, was the movie Elf was two thousand and three, when that first came out. Yeah, and what turns out is the uh, buddy character in our play is uh, played by Jason Meyer, and he was a manager, I believe, at Family Video in Fairwell yes. before it closed, and from like late November through December, Elf would be running constantly. On their video screen. So he w- says he watched it like a thousand times. <laughs> wow. So he, this is his like all-time favorite character. And I, he is a, a, extraordinary. Oh, he is. Jason is amazing. He's been on our stage so many times. Yeah. So there's more reasons to go and, oh, and yes. enjoy. Phenomenal. Folks, this has um, been a thrill. I've had a lot of fun, and this is what Art Zany is all about, and it makes makes me smile. So I thank you very much for joining me today. And we had uh, Julie Fockler at the, from Paradise Center for the Arts and Luke Havumaki. Did I? No, I didn't do it. Make, Havumaki. Havum- I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. My, my own children sometimes do not pronounce it correctly. <laughs> It's like okay, I got. I know what I need to do next time. So next time I see, you, I'll get it right. That's great. <laughs> I promise. It's been been a thrill. And again, we hope you will check out Paradise Center for the Arts for all the things happening. It's just a quick little bop down the road if you're here in Northfield. And of course, there's all kinds of things happening in our community. Be a part of the arts. That's really an important thing. And always remember to add some art zany to your life. Of course. In the meantime, until next time, enjoy your imagination. You've been listening to Art Zany, radio for the imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zany is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault. Connect and experience art at the Northfield Arts Guild. Visit our galleries, arts festival, and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Hi, this is George.